Possibly tonight for you. No, it wouldn't be. Right now, more aptly named, Justin is about to go to sleep. <laughs> because I am literally, I am actually sitting in bed at the moment. Um, with the recorder sort of poised over me in a very strange way. This would be an odd thing for someone to walk in on. Uh, my dog... Amber is beside me. You might hear her snoring. You might also hear one of the following sounds. Bass coming from some party nearby, which is uh, a little frustrating. Uh, iPad television in the background. Or a train going by, because we live by uh, pretty close to some train tracks, which is actually usually awesome most of the time. Anybody out there ever have a, have a Negroni? Uh, it's a cocktail. Italian. I've been enjoying them a lot this week. It's uh, gin, Campari, and uh, sweet vermouth. Really nice combination. Very bitter and fruity and deep. Uh, if you haven't had one, you should try one. The Americano, not the coffee drink, but the uh, booze drink, is a uh, lighter version where the, instead of gin, there's club soda, and actually that's where it grew out of. There was actually a guy named Count Negroni, an Italian dude, who wanted to step up his Americano one day, and so he asked for gin in it, and the classic cocktail, the Negroni, was born. Pretty awesome. You might have also had a Boulevardier. That is the same thing, but uh, with a brown liquor in it. And there's another thing called an Old Pal, which is another variation, I believe, on the, uh, kind of the same idea. Anyway, enough about cocktails. Just wanted to mention it. <laughs> so how's everybody doing? Um, there'll be another episode of, uh, Sushi Jackknife coming out in the next couple days. Uh, it's in the can. I just need to, uh, get the editing done and get it down and get it out to all you fine people out there in the world. Um... Interesting question came up at work today, and I thought it might be uh, something to raise with uh, with you all. So I was talking to my buddy Debert, um, <laughs> who I work with and who is who is legitimately great. Uh, don't know if she'd be okay with me using her real name, so I'm gonna use her nickname. At work, we have uh, Plate, uh, Hot Plate, Plates for short, which is another friend of mine, Debert. And uh, I'm referred to as the chief <laughs> in mostly an affectionate way, I think. Uh, if there's anything besides affection in it, I've never really sensed that. And I have a really good group of people I work with. So keep it small, everybody, if you can. Keep it a small group. And uh, if everyone can be copacetic in that small group, you can kind of knit together and bond, and it can be a very good thing. Uh, and I feel like we have that. It's it's really, really amazing. So anyway, Debert uh, and I were talking about uh, different 
uh, documentaries about Nirvana and Kurt Cobain, and there's a lot. There are quite a few. She was talking about the one, I don't remember what it's called, but it's the one where it's sort of a conspiracy theory about Courtney killing Kurt and all that. Um, there's another one that I recommended that I really like, and the soundtrack is great, too. Um, it's called About a Sun. So she was watching a little bit of About a Sun today, and if you haven't heard of that uh, particular one, it's great because it's just audio from interviews uh, that Kurt did with, I don't remember the interviewer's name, but for whatever reason, he was able to kind of open up to this interviewer more than other people. You know, if you've ever watched him or them in interviews, you know, it's actually kind of fun because they, they never, they're not taking it seriously a lot of the time, which is actually kind of refreshing and great. The replacements do that too. <laughs> There's an awesome video you can find on YouTube of the replacements uh, being interviewed uh, on MTV by Kurt Loder in the early days of MTV, and they just they just don't care, and it's so refreshing. And they're you know even then the the concept of a music video was a new thing, and these guys are like, yeah, we we kind of hate it. It kind of sucks. It feels kind of fake. It's just so refreshing to hear something like that now. And they're also talking about how the 80s probably won't lend any uh, <laughs> any lasting cultural landmarks, which I would actually disagree with. Um, but anyway, uh, About a Sun, it's a great doc, and the soundtrack is great too. The soundtrack is music that Kurt liked, bands he liked, like Vaseline's and R.E.M. and uh, Melvin's and so many other great bands on there. And the visuals in the doc are just images of Aberdeen and images of Olympia, images Im images of Seattle and clubs they played in and his mom and his dad and people he knew and things like that. So it's just sort of stock footage with the interviews playing in the background and the music coming on. Um, you know, another really interesting thing, it's not a documentary, uh, but it's a, it's about Nirvana and about Kurt. It's, it's called um, uh, Last Days, which is a film by... Gus Van Sant, and it's fictionalized, it's not documentary, but it's clearly about him, and that's another really interesting thing, it moves extremely slowly, but it's kind of powerful, uh, so anyway, we're watching About a Son, and uh, just a bit of it, and we get to the bit where uh, Kirk kind of discovers Olympia, Washington, and I guess there was a really good... Um, music community there. There were a lot of bands, a lot of friends, and people just playing in different bands all the time with no real no real outlook on the thing from a commercial standpoint at all. And Debert raised an excellent an excellent question, something worth pondering. She said, you know, do you ever wonder what it would be like if there was no music industry? That's the sound of my air conditioning guys. It sounds like God taking off in an airplane. Um she said, you know, do you ever think about what if there was no music industry? And I thought, you know, yeah, yeah, I thought about it, but let's let's think about it right now. I thought about it some, but right now seems like a pregnant time to think about it. Um, and, you know, it raises a lot of interesting questions. You sort of think about, like, uh, would, would as many people hear certain things if there were no people built in to promote, you know, no people out there sort of pushing it, but, you know, all that aside, I think, I think it does happen, I think, you know, there's examples of, of scenes at least, hello, hi, <laughs> yeah, you can use the, well, 
Uh, you, you want to use my big ones right there? They're right here. The black ones. I'm doing my interstitial show real quick. It's like 10 minutes. Yeah. It's just me talking. Yeah. It's hard. It's a lot harder to even do 10 minutes of just me talking. I hear the bass. It's insane. This is my wife, everybody. I don't let her. No, I don't let her sleep with me every night. She she keeps doing it, and and I keep I always have the same lesson of like yeah I know because because the allergies it's terrible. It's really dumb, but yeah, that's what I'm doing. I'm sorry. Thanks. They're right there. Um, let me you need me to take the little adapter off for you real quick. This one? No. Do you think it should be? No. No, it's not. No. Okay. <laughs> so just talking about how, you know, there have been different scenes, I feel like that have popped up. And at least for a time, there was no business involved. I'm not saying the business is a bad thing um, in general or all the time or anything like that. But, you know, it does tend to change things. And, and I mean, I, I do believe that people should be able to be paid for their art. You know what I mean? But there have been these pockets, right? Like the early punk scene. Uh, like probably the early scene in, in Seattle. Um, the scene down in Athens, Georgia in the 80s. And there's probably millions of examples that I don't even know about. And the folk scene probably in the early days in New York. I'm sure there wasn't too much commercial about that. Maybe I'm wrong. It could be completely wrong, actually. But I feel like it exists in little pockets for an amount of time. But eventually people come in and they figure out how to, like, you know, make money off of it. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but I just thought it would be interesting to consider, like, what if in the music industry is struggling in a big way right now, you know, in a huge way? What if it was just gone? Not that I want that to happen, because, you know, I think people should be able to make a living from their art. But, man, just consider if it was there and it wasn't there. It's declining already and changing and morphing and... And all that, and, and in a way, you know, the internet, just like a podcast, the internet has broken the whole thing open. I don't know if a whole lot of people are making it um, just on their own with their own promotion and stuff online without the backing of a company or a label or, you know, a team of people working for them, but it's possible. You know, there's a great band right now, um, Unknown Moral Orchestra, who... Um, had a record come out called Multi Love recently, which is phenomenal. Um, apparently, the the main guy in that band, or maybe it's him and his brother, um, were just posting tracks online. Maybe it was SoundCloud or something like that, and they ended up finding bandmates that way and forming a uh, you know a more fleshed out band off of just some tracks circulating circulating online. And that's just that's kind of an amazing thing, right? That's an amazing thing. I don't know. So that's just that's just my thought <laughs> for today. Um, I uh, I do want to say, like I said, the uh, Sushi Jack Knife uh, next episode will be out soon, 
and uh, it's good. We're working on some uh, some new ideas we want to try out, maybe some new segments and stuff for you guys. So look for that in upcoming episodes. Uh, not this next one, but um, down the road soon. And we have a lot of ideas. Um, try if any of you are interested. Try using the hashtag Sushi Jackknife S U A S U S H I J A C K K N I F E. And just see what happens. Like, if there's something you want to talk to us about from an episode, or if there's, like, a a quote you want to pull out or a question you have for us, like, do it. We would love that. It'd be amazing. Um, And thank you so, so much for listening. I also want to encourage you to go out and listen to our buddies, uh, Tattoo Bananas, Tattoo Bananas Podcast. Those guys are great. Uh, Awesome, awesome show. And uh, the Kung Kung Fu Driving as well, Jeff. Come on, man. <laughs> you know I love your show. So, uh, kind of thanks for spending some time with me here in the evening. Uh, at least my evening. Cosmically, multiversally, perhaps. It's all of our evening. And, uh, yeah, I appreciate it. Until next time, gouge away. Oh, yeah, and I don't know what I'm playing for you yet. I think I might play you this uh, kind of instrumental sort of electronic track um it has a working title of reality testing so enjoy that right now thanks everybody